0: Talking about a lion's on your device of choice. Hirsch and Ari are here for you to make sense of it all so you don't have to. Talking about a lion's on your device of choice. Talking about a lion's on your device of choice.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm welcome back to talking about alliance the one and only alliance recap show podcast we are down to the final six in nexus park and uh it should be an exciting last about week and a half or so or last week uh i'm joined as always by Hirsch. hello Hirsch. welcome
0: hey all right good to see
1: you uh, i was just realizing that um Hirsch, you and i are among the first half now of alliance players um now with season seven and three more than three having passed and us being in the first three
0: we are uh we're old school
1: uh but uh excited we're bringing in someone from the second half uh the uh, fifth place finisher from alliance summit stark here with us thanks so much for joining hey
2: no problem thanks for having me on
0: good to see you stark
2: yeah it's nice to see some smiling faces
0: Oh, hell yeah. Um, and I can think of at least one uh, one loyal listener who's going to be very excited to find out that you are our special guest today.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reached out to Kat and said, hey, I'm going to be on talking about Alliance. Oh, I-, I gave her a heads up, so. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Glad to hear it.
1: She doesn't have a heart wow. attack when she hears it. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything going? Have you, have you been? Uh,
2: you know, it's been, it's been a rough year for me. Uh, I mean, everyone on the sh- or who was paying attention during summit knew that I was going through some some stuff during the sh- uh, show, and that's all pretty much been, you know, worked out. I'm back in Chicago, um, doing really well. I got two jobs now. I do two jobs. That's fun, <laughs> but it makes me a very busy person.
1: We're glad you glad you could make time for us though over this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Anything for you guys. Appreciate it, man. Um, So I guess we can dive into uh, our episode here that um, started with, uh, when we left off last time, um, we had the Darcy blind side. So we're going off of that that really shook up the game. And uh, we're just kind of seeing the ramifications of that with uh, one side very strong, but publicly strong, and uh, running into problems as a result of that, that being the mirths with, uh, especially the trio of Bramble Cat, Choco Beans, and Waxler.
0: Affectionately known as the PTA in, in the lounge. What
1: did that stand for?
0: The Parent Trio Association, I think, or the the Parent Trip Association. I can't remember which, but yeah they're all they are all uh they are all parents so i think that's why that stuck
1: i kind of like the lab rats a bit better but i think that's a slightly different group at this point yeah that's a little honestly more it's than... it, it's got to be
2: hard playing this game and having rug rats running around at the same time
0: oh god yes
2: oh definitely yeah so props to them for that
1: I know there's been a lot of people at different challenges who have been trying to you know, wrangle some little kids while also being on voice channels or trying to type things in. And usually the only babies
2: that players seem to have to deal with are their fur babies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think uh, we, we've had how many, uh, how many of our winners have been parents? Shitters? Cars. Cars.
1: Um... It might be not it? I think that's yeah. it actually.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's uh, I think, yeah, if you can, if you can win this game, you know, and pull off a you know, not have your kids at the end of it, uh, you know, just dressed in rags and you know, and, and still you know, fully fed, then I think you're doing all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So, uh, the plan for the Mirth trio was to, with seven people left in the game, make sure they have a majority, and try to figure out who their fourth would be. And the problem was the way they went about this. So, they started with court, and uh, I think it was, I don't remember who was that started, but basically they all said the same thing, which was, Hey, I know that you think you're our fourth and on the bottom of our alliance, but what I want to tell you is that you might as well come with us so that you can, so that we can get to the final four. And uh, uh, what, what do you make of this? What is, what, how
0: did it, It's like, we know you think you're our fourth and disposable, but what we're trying to say is that we, we can't really dispose of you anymore and you are our fourth, but so please vote with us. And it was, it harkens back to, um you know, pre, pre-merge, um, just the fact that they really weren't, it seemed that interested in working with court once they kind of had their core group set up. There was always court, was always under, under the converse in the conversation for voting out, but there was always somebody who gave them that much more of a reason. Um, and if there was a fatal error this group made along the way, it was in voting out Jimmy because Jimmy was at the very least wanting to work with all those guys, and Jimmy's greatest sin was getting a job and having to work one night, um, missing a challenge that he never even knew had been scheduled. That was Jimmy's greatest sin. And he goes, um, and they're left with a person who has no loyalty to them whatsoever. And, and, and how it plays out from here is, is a direct result of all of that pre-merge activity or lack of with, with her.
2: I mean how do how how would how do you react if you're court right and you hear and you and you get this speech and you're basically like okay so if i go with you i'm in the final 4 right but then i'm next up like her her siding with this group and and after this conversation is just like well i can get to 4 <laughs> if i if i go along with you i don't know if this was me i would be looking at if there's any other way to 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 any any other situation than that, because I don't see her getting past four after that conversation with that with those people.
0: You're absolutely right. I mean, she, in this respect, though he pulled his move a little earlier. This is like um, Spencer in your season, um, Stark. Um, yeah, clearly recognizes that he's on the bottom of an alliance, but in his case, he gets swapped out of it. And he can use that time with the new tribe, to, um, to to start, you know, building relationships to work against these people who are going to assume he's with them once they get to get to merge. And um, we see how we saw how that played out for Spencer. It almost got him all the way to final three.
2: Yeah. You know that yeah. season. That that was a weird one because of all of the he just talked to everybody and everyone knew he was talking out of his ass to to everybody. And it was uh, very funny because it made him, I think at the time we called him uh, like a wild card or something. And, you know, I think that opportunity exists uh, at this point for someone like court.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, you said, what do you say to them? And I think if you're court in this situation, at least what I would say is, Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Let's totally do that. And then you go to literally everyone else and saying, "Hey, I don't want to work with them that much longer. Let's let's pull off a move." Right. Exactly. What you what you don't do is what Court says, which is, "Oh, that's not what I want to do. I'm not going to work with you anymore." <laughs> if someone if someone's approaching you about an alliance and you say no right to them, you better have a backup plan in place. it doesn't make sense
0: yeah
2: just say yes just say yes yeah (laughs) you lose nothing there's
0: literally no reason to say no None.
1: exactly um so this is where i was just frustrated all morning watching all of these conversations because on the one hand you have this the sloppiest pitch ever because you're saying we want to be with you and she's getting three messages from the same person of course she knows that they're all coordinating and just dragging her along a little bit further and at the same time she's not gonna hide anything and try to even let them try to be complacent Um, and that almost almost gets her voted out
0: yeah, I don't think any of them uh, truly believed that she was with them. They didn't. I mean, none of them. You know, she was most unconvincing. But but uh, what? But there but there were other factors that, you know, but it got to a point where they they didn't feel like they needed her um, for the vote because she ended up being the, their target. You know, and, and and but you say they weren't complacent, but they were complacent because of other reasons, not because of court.
1: But yeah, but also Court gets three votes at this tribal. I think directly because of what she says to them. And if Waxler had decided to play the idol, she's the one going home as a direct result.
0: Yeah, she uh, she played it off very poorly.
1: <laughs> um. And so the other way I think that you don't handle that situation is what Bird did, <laughs> which is to say, oh, that's a that's a. Little, uh, so after Court says no right to either, they say, okay, let's try Bird, and Bird says, oh, I'll I'll think about it. <laughs> Again, not the right response. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then a day later, after coming up with another plan and deciding you're going to blindside them, going making a huge show of saying, I've thought it over, and I think this is exactly the plan I want to do, and I'll go with you, right before a blindside, and. Yeah, this is just why I'm just increasingly frustrated with everyone at this point in the game.
0: Bird is uh, Bird is continuing their um, "How to Make Friends and Influence Juries" you know 2021 World Tour, um, and uh, and let's just say that uh, people who've been attending this conference are uh, are not pleased with the results. I, I don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I see where bird was coming from. I did something similar in my season um, in uh, Mojo desert uh, with uh, angel and cars at that uh, final 12 tribal where I ended up going on rocks. Um, And I came to, you know, I I knew that I was never going to vote for cat, but I didn't know how to, I couldn't straight up tell them that. Um, So I, I told them I'd have to think on it. And then that next morning I was like, you know like hey you know there's there's really only one path here for all of us and we got to vote out cat um and you know they and they they seem to buy it but you know maybe i don't know um but yeah there's i don't know can anyone trust anything bird says anyway i mean if she had, if they had said yes right then and there would that have been any more believable than them waiting 12 hours to commit
1: well i think the idea is that you know Maybe it's not as believable, but I don't think you want it to be that level of emotional commitment right before sending someone to the jury. That's that's just another huge mistake. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, and I mean, you can see how, like, they said, like, oh, bird, like, if you're going to lie about it, why would you spend an entire day waiting to lie about it instead of just, you know, and I think they would have been just as happy to go along with that plan based on the way that they reacted, uh, the the trio there.
0: Stark, were you faced with any uh, similar situations in your season where you were, uh, were you just having to string people along and- um...
2: I mean, you know, there was, uh, the politics in my season were very weird. I, I never, I don't think I tried to string people along. Um, I definitely didn't trust wind at all, right? And so I would just kind of say, cool man, yeah, sure. You got it. So I guess that's like stringing along. But like, I knew he was straight up lying to my face in DMs. And, uh, but there was, wasn't anything I felt I could do about it. And I didn't know how close he and Shannon were. I didn't realize that. And that was probably, I mean, you guys saw me chasing him around or chasing, what was it, Spencer? Who was I chasing around like late at night, trying to make sure no one got an idol?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Not I don't a lot know. of that going on this season either. Yeah. <laughs> Been free range in most of the sub channels unless you're trying to go into the arcade to play ski ball. Yes, there's
0: always, there's a line 12 people long for ski ball. Meanwhile, there's an idol hanging on a Ferris wheel just waiting to be found. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I mean, the the hunting, the hunting to me was always seemed pop more popular with A, people who had watched a lot of seasons right of alliance or b people who came from the 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 fantasy movie league side that was always the idol the the heavy idol or the heavy command hunting people but in a season like this where there really isn't anybody like that they they maybe don't know how important command hunting should be
0: Uh, closest we got is bird and, and wax honestly um, and and it's no surprise that they that they probably found like eight advantages between the two of them.
2: Yeah, that's admirable, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that they are able to find that many.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, so just kind of this whole situation that was playing out. Um, not even sure what else to say on it. Uh, I mean you know, giving those kind of pitches to both Court and Bird gives, gives them the easy opportunity to just look for any other option, saying you're a tight trio when there's seven people left in the game to everyone. Like, what do you think the other four are going to be thinking at that point? And then this, the way that they respond with, oh, I'll think about it, or, oh, I don't know if that's quite what I want to do, instead of even pretending to negotiate or go along with it, uh, just creating extra suspicion for no real reason.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know. I think they we we know Wax had the idol in his pocket, and that he he wanted to be able to hold on to it um, as effectively as he had during the tribal where they voted out Darcy. Um, he did not want to play it, um, and I think he he just wanted to believe that Bird, knowing that they probably didn't have court, he wanted to believe that Bird who had just voted out like four of her had just voted out four of their closest allies back to back to back to back would somehow not do the same to one of them. And that Maddie who would just been flipping and flopping and flipping and flopping back and forth the entire time since, you know, post-merge, you know, that he would just suddenly decide, Oh yeah, this is cool. I'm just going to roll with this trio. Um, Thinking that they, they wouldn't talk to each other, even if those guys honestly believe that they might be a solid fourth for for the for the pta i mean it's just they're all first time orc players i think it was just a some naivete on their parts really more than anything to think that people would just go along with this um and you can't uh, you can't overcome something like that um and learn from it until it happens to you now you know they all know now So hopefully, you know, maybe they'll have an opportunity to, you know, to turn these life lessons into, you know, something else.
2: (laughs) First-time org players and people who play a lot of orgs play very, very different games. Definitely, and that's what we're seeing. I mean, meanwhile, Court and Bird are are talking to each other. They know that they're, but they've both been approached. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's just. I mean I didn't like to see what was going to happen but from a like a viewer perspective it's just like well what did you expect
1: yeah what else were those four possibly gonna be doing Um, so we'll talk a bit more about uh, the upcoming the immunity challenge and how that tribal played out but first we will continue our commercial series with another quick word from our sponsors
2: Come on down to Nexus Park's newest attraction, The Seas of Chaos. Features of the ride include an octopus with a malicious vocabulary, impossible to row boats, and famed guest, Polly the Parrot. Embark to Nexus Park. Note side effects of riding include blindsides and mistrust for sequels in Illinois.
1: Welcome back. Uh, thank you so much for that commercial. That one comes courtesy of Zach as the writer for the Seas of Chaos commercial and Noah, our friend Noah as the reader. Um, another fun one as we continue down this path. You can try to get everything in by the end of the season. Um, so that brings us to the next immunity challenge uh, with seven people left in the game, the Hall of Mirrors, which wasn't something we tested, and at first sounded like it would be the uh, server challenge, but that was not to come for later. I um, can't quite think of what to compare it to, but basically it was sort of like a puzzle challenge. Uh, you answer in your confessional, and it was uh, a sort of a light or a laser kind, mirror kind of thing. So you had to follow the path and see where each path ended up. Um, fun to play along with uh, if you sort of got the basics of it see if you could best the players get it faster than they did although you couldn't quite see the times when they were in their confessional but uh, fun to watch and ultimately wax at waxler edges out bird right at the end
0: yeah it uh it reminded me a bit of the um the matching challenge from high seas where they had to match the the little uh like this rubber ducky to this rubber ducky and um or this, uh, this bird to this bird, this shell to this shell, whatever. Um, and it got progressively harder, more options to choose from, more paths in this case to follow. And um, past the point, I was like, oh, I'm not playing. I don't have to worry about this shit. So I, I stopped trying and, 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 and killing my eyes. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was not a surprise to me that it came down to bird and wax. And actually that it came down to bird, to wax, bird, bramble and beans not surprising when you consider the previous uh challenge performances of steph maddie and court um and uh, yeah which aren't great so uh, and it, it, it maybe didn't even look great that uh that the three that were quote-unquote in power were the, the the last three you know um or you know part of that last group of four it's uh it didn't help Wax's reputation as uh, being a challenge threat and uh, it probably didn't help birds either, so.
1: Uh, yeah, so any um, anything else? Stark, did you get to catch any of this or take a look?
2: Uh, I missed this one. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> yeah. also Halloween weekend and uh, I've also been going out and enjoying that too. So uh, I've, I've missed the challenge. Um, but being a challenge threat at this point uh i have been in that seat and (laughs) uh, it's a tough place to be i mean when i played i felt constantly under attack like from merge onward i was always i always felt like i was up next and i think my performance in the challenges was always strong too, even though I wouldn't always win them to the point where people started uh, people started actively st- trying to stop me in challenges. Like you had the, the time that Wynn basically just decided to throw his game to make sure that I didn't win. And I think if you continue being strong in challenges at this point, that's going to happen to, to to one of these guys.
1: Yeah, I feel like we see that. You know, every season where someone just sort of gets labeled as a threat right at the merge, and then they have to they basically have to win challenges as much as they can. We haven't really gotten to that point this season. Um, it's more so been, you know, the challenge threats. Yeah, Bramble Cat gets voted out. I mean Bird is pretty clearly the biggest threat, but and we'll talk more about this, but nobody seems to want to go after them.
2: I don't know why. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Bird's dangerous at F4, especially if you know what what rocks is or uh, what uh, what fire-making is in this this community, in this org. Bird is not the person you want to be uh, gunning against at F4. That's for damn sure.
2: Um, Yeah, I think he's going to see some heat. I think some people are going to go after him soon. They have to. Yeah.
1: Um, This that uh, brings us to Tribal Council, and uh, so ultimately, uh, somewhat unsurprisingly, Bramble Cat gets four votes, three the three trio voting for court. Um, The one interesting thing was Waxler holding on to his idol. Uh, I wonder, we haven't really, we we don't have a huge sense of how much he expected this, how surprised he was at where the votes went. I think he was likely more suspicious than bramble Cat and Choco beans were who seemed very confident that they had the numbers yeah i think he
0: had a brief conversation with maddie right before the vote in which maddie said yeah this all sent the whole day basically maddie summarized the whole day of of um you know of uh kind of strategizing before the vote as quote unquote pretty straightforward and that in his confessional, Waxy admitted later, struck him as an odd thing to say. Um, earlier in his confessional, when that third vote for Bramble came up, he went, uh, I believe he said, oh, shit. So I think that clearly came as a surprise to him. Um, and he may have been looking for something that could have tipped him off um, earlier when he went back to look at it. But um, I can't say that the lounge was begging for him to play it because Bramble was a huge favorite. Yeah. Um, And I think there's ways he could have done it and uh, and and guaranteed, you know, future success. But when you're in that moment, it's hard to see when, you know, you've got protection through at least final five sitting, you know, at least two final five sitting in your pocket and giving that up. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. uh, I don't know. I don't know that he would have ever seriously played it short of using his goggles which he did not use to find out what was really happening in in maybe say a bird uh court sub channel or uh the uh maddie court dms would have probably been a good one to look at um but he didn't use those either so
1: yeah those goggles are just sitting there and i really don't know what he's waiting for at this point as far as we know, unless he's used them a long time ago and just never told anyone about it. No,
0: I think he indicated Chaco beans has asked him recently if, if, if he might be using the goggles today um, before this next tribal council. And he said he is going to, so we'll see if, uh, if that actually happens.
2: It's time to start using your stuff, man.
0: <laughs> yes. Stark, remind me you did not get, did you didn't go home with an idol in your pocket, right? I didn't.
2: I, I, used my last one in the play where i had um kt uh basically try to get get draw a bunch of votes to me and then just use the idol um but i think this was the point i used it at six uh so yeah you don't want to so here's the thing you don't want to go home with an idol in your pocket but i also personally think it's really hard to use your idol on someone else that's uh uh, that's a uh, a mental thing i think you have to like you for some reason you always see the value of using it to save yourself but i think there is also value in using it to save someone who's gonna get you to that final three that was maybe a mistake that, that it wasn't used um but I understand the psychology of not wanting to do it.
1: Yeah, this is kind of where I want to, you know, focus in on for a few minutes. Cause this this is really a really interesting decision to me. I can def- I can see it both ways. I don't know, Hirsch, like assuming he if he had known that there were gonna be four votes all on Bramble, what do you think is the right play?
0: I can say this from the safety of my dusty couch in my apartment with my cat sitting behind me um what i think would have been brutally effective is to play it on her say okay i'm not going anywhere bramble's not going anywhere the three of us are staying strong and i can tell you right now we will go to rocks at final 6 and there's a good chance you will only be able to target two of us and at rocks only one of us will be in danger of going home so you guys think about that court, see it and jury, and um and the rest of you. If one of y'all wants to get on board this train and have that guaranteed final four spot we've told you we'd give you, then get on board. Otherwise, we'll see it rocks. I mean, that I don't know that, that would have made any friends, but that would have been the definitive line in the sand that people have been needing to draw for quite some time and that people and the reason that this 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 uh, this back and forth with people like Bird and um, and Maddie is happening is because no one's been willing to draw that line in the sand, and at some point you got to, and that could have done it. Uh,
1: so uh, I kind of think I disagree. Um, I I definitely get the arguments both, and Stark. I'd also love you know, where you weigh in. Um, I just think that you know playing an idol to then go to rocks at the next tribal. And then, best case scenario, if the rocks go your way, is that you're still sitting at the end with two strong players. I, I think you know the alternative is, as we're kind of seeing it play out, you hold on to the idol. You still have that protection. At six, you know you don't know who those tar- who's going to be the target. Well, you know it's obvious that who's going to be the target if there's three of you left in the game. But if it's just the two, you know, just people start looking at Bird as the bigger target. or you know those allegiances are going to start shifting again? You still have the idol for protection. You have more chances to win immunity challenges. Maintain, and I think, you know, if you have those chances to put the game in your own hands instead of, I, I think that's the more appealing to me personally. And as much as I think you'd probably hate to have that mindset, but I don't think if you're a you want to go to the end with Bramble Cat, you'd rather go to the end with some other combination of people left.
0: I don't know that Wax was even thinking that far ahead and that might be part of the problem.
1: I can't sure anyone see, is really, I think yeah. they have to
2: see, you know, the PTA, right. And they have to see how strong that is. And you can't see a trio like that and want to go to five with that trio still intact. And so you have to be thinking right now, how, what's the you have to look forward you have to be thinking far ahead right because at this point you need to be going how do we make sure that those three people don't make it to the final five don't make it to five right because yeah. if that happens then you, you, it's game over unless they don't think they're as tight as they as
1: as, as they seem well and they've they've the problem is are going back to earlier they've told everyone that they are that tight Exactly. So right now,
2: Bird, Waxler, like anybody who's not in the uh, court, court now, I mean, court and Bird should be tight at this point. Cause they've both been approached. They've talked about it. They should know that they, the two of them have to make something happen. Cause neither nobody wants to be that fourth. Like we were saying earlier, nobody wants to be number four. Cause you know what happens when you get to four. So, to Hersha's point about drawing a line in the sand, that may have been, I think that may have been a good move because you have to do something about those three. It's like in, in Summit, when we were in Summit, we knew that DC, Hen, and KT were a tight group. And I was constantly campaigning about just blowing that up, just getting rid of as many of those people or get rid of at least one of them. And we finally did. Um, they should be thinking like that right now is, and I think the line in the sand thing is what would have been a good move.
0: I mean, and, and short of that, if, if, I mean, and like I said, I think they just got complacent. They got a little lazy. They got too comfortable thinking that they had the numbers and the power and we've seen how that worked out in previous seasons. So, you know, the end result ultimately is no surprise, but what they could have done was try to create, you know, build a narrative where they actually tried to create some doubt, like each one is saying something like, well, you know, I love, I love, I love beans and Bramble, but I can't imagine being in a final three with both of them. So bird, I can, you know, I could totally, you know, and sell the shit out of this narrative where like each one is willing to actually um, maybe flip on them instead of, instead of riding the party line and saying, there's no way we'll ever break up, you know, agree on some sort of narrative where each one just kind of goes out and, and, and builds a, builds something that, that is counter to the three of them staying together, but none of them did it because none of them wanted to put in the work because they just wanted an easy vote.
1: Yeah, and Blackler even brought up like, "Hey, you guys can throw me under the bus and you know tell court that she, she can be in the three. And Bramble goes just going like, "I don't want to play that way, you yeah, know." And that that's the game. That that's how you have to do this if you want. This is what you signed up for.
0: Yeah. So there was a yeah. There was a. As much as I love them as a group, there was some. Uh, there was a lot of uh, strategic uh, errors made there. Um, Heading into that uh, final seven tribal council.
1: Yeah,
2: they should be lying. They should be lying to everybody. Like this, <laughs> they should change the name. This game, the Survivor, shouldn't be called Survivor anymore. It's no longer about surviving. Like nobody's gonna out there dying of thirst anymore. Like right, like it, it's they, they, the name of the game should just be called to be called Bald Face Lying. Just lie to everybody. <laughs> and that that's you know i'm guilty of maybe the same like when i was playing was i didn't really want to lie to people but look what happened to me i didn't make it to the final three you gotta lie to everybody
1: yeah and it's definitely easier uh to say from here on the outside looking in and not actually being the one spreading false information but yeah. right um, I mean, that's that's just part of how it goes. Uh, anything else you need to touch on with Bramble cat ultimately heading to the jury in seventh place?
0: I, uh, it was sad. Um, it was it was really bummed it bummed the hell out of me. Um it left me with a final six of which there might be one or two people who I could really be happy about seeing winning. Um, and it would seem to me that the people who are left, of the people who are left, the ones I want would like to see win aren't likely going to win. So uh, it was a, it was a, it was a sobering moment for the for the viewers lounge. I do believe.
2: Yeah, everyone was really sad. I, I I think out of everybody who's been uh knocked out, this 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 has hurt the viewers lounge the hardest. Yep.
1: All right, uh, we will take uh, one more quick break, uh, continuing our commercials and we'll be right back.
2: Do you love carnival rides, but hate the idea of putting your life into the hands of a machine slapped together in five hours by high school dropouts? Come by Nexus Park. Our middle school dropouts take a minimum of eight hours to set up rides, so much safer.
1: Thanks again uh, for another great commercial. Uh, the carnival rides and uh, middle schoolers commercial comes from a huntress and uh, that's Penny's voice. You hear recording that one. I'm um, oh, glad to know how safe the rides are at Nexus park. Yes.
0: As safe as your average parking lot carnival.
2: I, you know, I went to uh, six flags, great America for my birthday this year and I had never been there before. My theme park experience was limited to Disney um, and Cedar point, but I hadn't been to Cedar point in forever. And I had that exact same thought. I'm like, Oh my God, everybody here barely has their driver's license. How are they in charge of my safety? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're, they either can't legally drive or they're on a work release program.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like dude, like, I'm like, all right. You're about to send me like going 100 miles an hour up this thing, and you have a term paper due tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> How do I know you're not distracted?
0: Just, just don't think oh about sorry. it. There's yeah, one of those things where you just kind of wave and you go, yeah. na- and then yeah, you like they, they go they on wave the on, and very on, nice
2: about it. Then you go on like this like thing where you're got your phone out and you're looking at uh, Wikipedia and you're looking for like you're Googling like if there's been like safety incidents and how many deaths at this theme park in the past <laughs> five years. And and then you start wondering like, how is my luck? Like, you know what? If someone's gonna die at a theme park, it's
1: probably gonna be me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, annoying and uh, bad ways to die, uh, the next immunity challenge was the haunted hotel, which brought us a flashback to a lot of what we saw in Chattern. Oh, go ahead, Hirsch.
0: Oh, no, I just want to take a moment to applaud that segue.
1: (laughs) That was good. (laughs) appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so, um, you know, a very similar, same server even to what we had in Chattern. Um, Some changes, I think, for licensing issues uh, regarding certain cartoon characters who had to be changed, but um, it's fun just to watch everyone try to go in and, Uh, I'm not sure how much, you know, strategy is involved versus just hoping you're making the right choices and using your best horror movie expert skills.
0: This does seem like a a case where um, if you've seen some of the movies that were drawn from, you might have an idea of some of the choices you shouldn't make. Um, But, uh, I mean, we hate it when we hate it in the lounge when people say, oh, it was just luck on that on a challenge but this was probably as close to a luck based challenge as you're likely to find in this game. um, Just in terms of, uh, you know, happening to happening to pick the the right path. Um, There may have been, there's sometimes little context clues on along the way, but I don't know if there's anything along the way that's going to help you to the, to the point where you're, you're guaranteed to, to make the right choice every time.
2: I agree with that completely. I, you know, I've, done i did this uh not i didn't do the hotel i did the 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 regular one from uh, was it Chattern? right yes sir yeah yeah i i've uh, i've run through that a few times um and it is like it doesn't feel you're right there are some context clues but a lot of times it's just a coin flip and you're just gonna die or you're gonna advance and i never actually made it through in, in the few times that i tried it so um props to the winner yeah
1: Um, So I've seen the movie It. Um, I know the reference with the three doors where it's not scary and kind of scary and very scary. I don't remember what ends up happening behind which door. And I know if I was ever in a situation where I saw those three doors, I'm just getting as far away as I can. I'm not touching any of those.
0: Well, I mean, granted, there were only six people who ran this challenge, but it was... Amazing to me that for the most, I mean, how many times they they made the same choices, like two or three different people, like two people were presented with the, who got, went to the elevator and both times they chose four, floor, you know, floor four. And I'm like, what are the, what are the odds? You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, it's kind of weird how it, it kind of played out, you know, at least two groups of people of two died in the same manner. Having followed the same path, I'm like, how does how does that happen?
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know you try to make the logical choice, which is don't you know go into the dark, scary room and don't turn your back to whatever monster villain and don't eat the whatever, and then it leads you to a path where something else kills you. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun to watch.
0: It was Ryan with no mercy for his uh, for his players. <laughs>
2: But maybe it's good that this wasn't a skill based one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to have, you know, different things rewarding immunity challenges. So it's not just the fastest typer or the quickest math person, you know, winning every time. Definitely, especially I mean, as the get group someone, gets
2: smaller and smaller.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you have someone like Maddie, who has really been a threat in many of the challenges and maybe, you know, needs that. I definitely can see that being a good thing.
0: It, it does throw in, yeah, it absolutely throws in that kind of chance element. because, and, and quite frankly, a game like this does need that because you want to think that somebody, anybody on any given Sunday, you know, uh, as they say in football, could actually pull off a win like that. And, uh, and, you, and you get to see an under, underdog, or in this case, a, a, a Maddie uh, win. So, yeah, I, I got no problem with, with the luck-based challenge. I got problems when they say that every challenge was luck, uh, which clearly isn't the case. But uh, no. in this case, yeah.
2: <laughs> but this is this means this means good things for Maddie, because um, of course he has immunity. But this also sets up uh, this sets up uh, that the fact that one of the PTA right didn't get it,
0: which is uh... yep. Bad news bears. If uh, if the uh, the other four decide to just roll with it, which I don't know if that, that's what they're going to do. Um, what are you thinking of?
1: Yeah. Also, um, I you know, go with the recap for the challenge is that the first five people all went, and uh, they all died in various <laughs> ways, some similar, and one with uh, the knockoff SpongeBob. I think that was Bird who got hit, and I was the—I think I was the only person who went to the polls and said nobody's gonna, zero people will make it through this challenge. Um, it wasn't, but so I was excited about that, and uh, but I don't think Ryan ever actually said what happens if it, I, I'm guessing that it would just be a tribal council where nobody's immune, uh, but it was never explicitly stated, so it could have had one outcome I think people were looking forward to, and then. You know, right at the end of the night, Maddie, who's going in and out of being drunk at a Halloween party, <laughs> finds the right choices and makes it through to oh, survive.
0: Man. <laughs> and kudos uh, kudos to him again. You know, like like we were saying, you know, you, you got to love it when somebody who you just absolutely don't expect to win wins. You know, and it happens so often like in IRL Survivor where the one person you don't want to win immunity wins immunity. And that wasn't necessarily the case here, but it just goes to show that uh, you can never, uh, you can never count someone out. So good. Yeah. Like you said, good on him.
1: Um, so going into tribal, uh, we've seen a lot of chatter this morning. Um Hard to kind of see where things are going. I think it's, pretty determined that Waxler is going to play an idol, but he's also definitely getting himself into trouble by not telling even his closest allies and the only person in the game who he can trust at this point that he has it, uh, which might really hurt him if Chakubis decides to put a vote on him, uh, which is basically what happened to me when I was unnecessarily secretive.
0: Was there... um... We we know uh, we know your context, uh, Ari. Of course, about uh, and, and you were you were pretty uh, you were pretty covetous of uh, of your preciouses. Uh, start. Did uh, did anybody know about you? How many i you had? Did you have two idols over the course of the season?
2: I did. I had two. One was I had half of one, and then Brett Brett gifted me his half to save my ass.
0: To to and that was the DC blindsided, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one was the one we were talking about, where uh, I hatched the plan with KT to just draw as many votes to me as possible, and you know, I think I used that to knock out uh, Tobias. But and I thought, but yeah.
0: correct me if I'm wrong, and not to bring up yeah. a bad memory, but didn't didn't Shan kind of cut your knees out on that idol play?
2: Yes, she did, because okay. you know she didn't. Of course, she was not trustworthy, um, which I was not aware of at the time. But uh, it was that was weird at the time because. I was on the fence about even telling Shan about it because I wasn't sure that there was any
1: value to telling her. Yeah, I'm looking now that was a 3-2 vote uh, where Katie well, was the one where she left tribal and never voted. Uh, yeah. And uh, Shan, Wind and you all voted for Tobias. Um, yeah. So you only nullified two votes yeah uh
2: which you know i wish that that had been a little bit more successful maybe not have been what i would have done if i could do it over again but um i mean i definitely would not have told shannon if i'd done it over again but um you know at the time i trust her and that was ill-placed um
0: So, so with that in mind can you understand why wax hasn't told anybody
1: Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think, I think so. I think, I mean, there's sort of an instinct in players if you're exposed to Survivor, where it's just sort of you never tell people about your advantages. I mean, that was sort of my problem too, is that just kind of gets drilled into your head. But I think there's a lot if you watch some of the more the best strategic players in their seasons. um, You know, people like uh, Tony. You know, you tell people and you have idols and you use that for leverage plays and not just one vote keeping you safe. Um, and you kind of, I think it was you that brought up, you know, what he should do with his idol if he really wants to get the right result. Was that you, Hirsch? Uh,
0: I don't, I've, I've had different. Well, I've so, I
1: different... mean, if he, I think you were saying if he tells everyone basically yes. that he has an idol and is right. going to play it, no one really wants to go after Choco Beans, that can right. just kind of throw to whatever he wants
0: exactly I mean I mean there's 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 several ways he could have played it he could have told beans to say hey here's the deal um I'm not going anywhere and if they split it's likely going to be on you so we need to do something about it or he or like he said I think I said also he could have just done the ultimate flex to go hey um I don't think any of y'all really want to take out beans and there are targets that are as big and equal if not greater than me and I'm not going anywhere so maybe do something else about it
2: yeah you, you, you see a great move here could also be just to broadcast it to everybody and be like hey i've got the i've got an idol i'm gonna play it and then not play it
0: <laughs> well
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> that's a it might no, work
2: that's a, it's I mean, risky but it
1: could work it's a risk and if but if you're looking to survive more than just this vote you know that's the kind of thing that you kind of have to consider yeah didn't um didn't Glorfindel pull off something similar? Um Yeah, it, it worked perfectly when he got SF to change his vote and didn't have to play his idol and got to hold it for the next one.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I mean it it's can work.
1: Didn't entirely work out for him, but it, it yeah. was definitely fun to fun to see that time. It's a good play. It's a good play. But uh I mean people yeah.
2: don't even the threat of you having an idol makes people not want to vote vote for you. Because they don't no one wants to see their votes wasted. No one wants to see the, the the plan, uh, go to shit and then have to come up with a new one at tribal council. So, e- even even I think we saw it in in summit, um, that even people even thought I had an idol, so they wouldn't vote for me sometimes, or they w- they would be trying to flush it. They would say, right? Yeah. I think I think that if I was if I was him, I would tell everybody right now. I'd just be like and then decide if you're going to use it or not probably on the spot. But you tell, every, I think at this point you tell everybody secrecy is good. Always lie to everybody.
0: Well, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Until you well, don't.
2: Somebody,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: somebody said in the lounge, oh, there's no way he can say anything about it now. And I'm like, why the hell not? I mean, the time for the time for secrecy is over. Um, you know, now you just got to be blunt about it. He could have played it last week, last round. And, it would have, it would have smoothed over rather quickly with the beans and, and bramble because it had positive results. Right. Um, and he wouldn't have had to worry about it. Um, now who cares? I mean, this is, this is, this is, uh, you know, make or break time. And, uh, you know, if he, if he fucks it up, there's no going back.
1: So, Um, so we'll see where the votes go. This has been a morning where it's all over the place and no one seems to be making a ton of sense. Um, Still nobody is throwing out Bird's name. They have somehow not received a vote all game. I don't understand that side of it, um, even after blindsiding anyone who ever gets close to them and uh, being as big a threat as possible. But it looks like you know people are getting ready to throw all the votes on Waxler. I think he said he's planning to vote for court last I checked. Uh, so it looks like our options are either uh, an idle out of court or a split vote onto Beans. Um, most likely where things are going is one of those two um, I don't think that, that these aren't necessarily smart plays for anybody maybe it'll work out in someone's favor it's uh, I think Wax
0: there are people who think that Wax should try to idle out the Bird I get that um, but he might also be looking to idle out the person who's just been kind of a. Uh, i don't want to i don't know how wax has not been responding very well to what he's not picking up what court's selling in their dms basically um and i think that's why his ire may be directed towards court
1: um uh, anything else um about this vote i'm not really sure how much you know Where else there is to look at it
0: yeah no idea i'm hoping uh, i'm I'm, i would like to see a result that would i would like to see anybody but beans go home this round is what i'm saying
2: anybody but beans
0: and steph steph going would be ridiculous and you know so
2: i'd like to see court make it through i don't know how Um, it happens but (laughs) yeah i think she's in real trouble right now
0: We hate that for her.
1: (laughs) Um, So uh, we'll see what happens. I think there's a lot still up in the air, even shortly before tribal. So we'll see how that goes. Um, If you're listening before tribal uh, or after, you you probably know and are laughing at us when everything has changed in the last minute. Um, But we'll take one more quick break and have a a sort of a fun uh, last segment. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'll be right back. (laughs)
0: want to protect all the single women in your area, well then call now to buy yourself a Pombero pack for $29.99 plus shipping and handling. In the Pombero pack, you'll have all the honey, rum, and cigars you'll need to leave outside your doorstep to ward off the menacing Pombero.
1: Welcome back. That commercial, um, as you may have guessed, was recorded by Hirsch. Uh, The writing for the pack commercial comes from Wib. Um, um, And that was not the commercial that ended up being the winner. You'll hear that. I think we're looking at those being played on the uh, finale, or not the finale, the recap, post-final Tribal episode. That will hopefully be, uh, so that should be fun.
0: Um, did you want to mention the uh, the little experimental supplemental episode that you were planning on putting together?
1: Uh, I can leave that as a surprise for now.
0: Okay, good idea.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, we're, we're going to try something, and I have no idea if this is going to be anything interesting or not. But in somewhat ripping off the Rob Has a Podcast, uh, you know, one of theirs is talking about the rules of Survivor that have been written by uh, a longtime writer, David Bloomberg something that I found interesting and, and I appreciate listening to. So we'll kind of run through that, look at, I think focusing sort of on BrambleCat as the one who was most recently voted out through this lens, but kind of talking about who's doing well and who's not. Um, we we'll kind of run through this quickly. We're already uh, good on time. So um, also the, there's, I think, seven rules. Uh, so rule one uh, just says scheme and plot, uh, which is basically find alliances, um, you know, have multiple options. Uh so if we're looking at Bramble cat I think, you know, this was good in play. They had strong alliances, bonds that or the early bonds with Bird, I think that I think that's actually maybe their strongest play, even though it did kind of backfire, was getting that uh Neuralink set up right away and uh, <coughs> using that to form a bond on the other side when everyone else has went to waste. Uh, I think that's sort of a Buy the book for this uh, perfect move, and not letting it go to waste.
0: Yeah, she did great on that, um, and you know, and 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 building uh, and building, uh, like like we've said, a solid alliance with the PTA. In addition, um, was active in discussing uh, strategy, um, but uh, you know, she had blinders too, so that was uh, that. that you know, you get to you get to a certain point where I, I, I at one point had said something along the lines of the what I like about the the PTA is that they're never cocky, um, and then as though to just slap me in the face, like in the hours before that tribal council where Bramble goes home, they started getting a little cocky, um, and there you go.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and I think most people in the game are you know, doing this well enough uh, in terms of finding alliances, uh, making bonds, with with one or two exceptions. Steph? Steph. And I would throw Maddie in there as someone who does, you know, is definitely coming up with ideas, but isn't really forming strong alliances anywhere, as I can tell. Maddie's
0: going with the wind in in every possible way. (laughs)
1: Um, so the second rule is, uh, he says, you know, don't scheme and plot too much and keep your scheming secret. Um, I think, I think Bramble Cat was still, you know, doing well. I don't think anyone saw her as, you know, playing both sides or, you know, really being a huge strategic player.
0: Yeah. Stark, have you seen enough to, to make an accurate assessment on that?
2: Yeah, no, I, th- I, you, I think you're right. She, I, I don't think it's too schemey at all um and that's yeah accurate assessment
0: yeah if you're scheming and people know you're scheming you're not scheming properly (laughs) right that's where maddie fails
1: yeah and um
2: don't backstab until you absolutely need to that's something that someone's guilty
1: of here Yeah, I think Bird is definitely going a lot too far into uh, not keeping things, you know, their activity levels a secret um, compared to, you know, what we've seen from Waxler. And we saw it at the beginning of the game and just telling people everything they knew about Alliance.
0: I think Bird was so excited to play that they
1: forgot they had to play. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and and yet it somehow still hasn't gotten them into trouble. Uh we'll see if it does if they can really get all the way to the end. Is he is just there, sitting in everyone's that? blind spot? It's weird.
0: Yeah. Is is there a player in the history of Survivor who has never received a vote at a final tribal at a at, who's never received a vote during tribal council got to final, triumple, ugh, final tribal council and still received zero votes during FTC.
1: Uh, I'm sure it's happened. Uh, uh-huh. You know, with was someone who was just kind of coasting the whole game. I don't have that statistic in front of me, but I definitely don't think it was someone who played bird style of game.
0: No. The, uh, yeah. We've had like a few perfect games from like uh, Cochran. And what season was it that? Uh, uh, the
1: fans versus favorites too, right?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, and, and and some others, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you've ever had what I asked about there. So I'd be I'd be I'd be interested to to know that.
1: <laughs> uh, so the third rule uh, he writes this as to be flexible, and I think that's where Bramble really started to get in trouble in tying herself so closely to this trio and sticking that out there so far that you know it left her. So pretty short on options. And I think, you know, we talked about this earlier in the game, you know, right at the merge, after the SMM blind side, she said, well, the only thing we can do is hope that, is guilt trip Bird into coming back with us. You know, there wasn't that, let's try other options. Let's see what Steph is up to. Let's see if we can pull Maddie over, uh, you know, looking at. And I think that was where, uh, you know, one of the, you know, maybe even the biggest reasons she ends up going out Uh, is because of that
0: or at the very least if you don't intend to you need to try to sell the illusion that you're willing to
1: right um is there anyone that stands out as having been particularly you know good at being flexible i i guess i almost want to say bird is willing to go into different people
0: Bird has been great at like helping people to advance their games, you know, with the French benefit of, of um, advancing theirs. And, and, and it's almost seemed like save a player, vote them out next round, save a player, vote them out next round, save a player, vote them out next round. Um, you know, and, and they're left standing. But uh, as we've discussed, um, that particular style isn't necessarily going to get them any jury votes if you happen to make it to FTC.
1: So I think there's a better way to play that. So the fourth rule is don't let your emotions control you. And I think a lot of people have gotten into trouble with this. Um, And I think, you know, Bramble not being an exception there. uh, We talked about, you know, not having, not being able to throw wax, not wanting to like throw wax under the bus or come up with different ways to bring court in. Not being able to connect with court early in the game, kind of bringing her, bringing that problem all the way to the end. You know, I think, I think that's been an issue.
0: Yeah, not, um, not great for her there.
1: <laughs> um, is there anyone who has been good at putting the emotional aspects aside? There's a lot of people who have not done that. I will i will say
0: and it's i think it's got a lot to do with their experience um in in playing these types of games um it, you know the people like who play a lot of orgs who who get used to being backstabbed they're used to backstabbing they're used to voting out their friends and being voted out by their friends and because they've played you know again I've, I've mentioned it more than once like 60 orgs between them they've seen it all in that respect and so they are probably fairly practiced at not letting the emotional aspect of the game get to them in that respect, and uh, you know that's why we've been able to see them both pivot successfully at this phase of the game.
1: That's Court and Matt you're you're talking about.
0: Yes, I don't know who I said, but yeah, I meant to Court yeah. and Matt.
1: <laughs> um, I I definitely saw that with Maddie. Um, he you know was ta- had that whole in depth conversation with Bramble, and then said you know, and I I respect that that he said well okay I really like that. Um, you know, but I, I really love talking to you all on this personal level, but on a game level, I have to get rid of her. Um, even if I don't think Maddie's doing a ton of other things well, I definitely respect that side of it. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next rule is to pretend to be nice, play the social game. Um, I think everyone is doing this well enough. You know, Maddie is somewhat lacking, but I think for Bramble, especially, if that's where we're focusing. Uh, definitely was making friends uh in the game. A
0: well, Bramble short of shitting the bed at FTC would have probably ran away with it. Um, quite honestly, uh, just based on her likability combined with the a couple challenge wins and you know being part of a you know a strong alliance if if they had made it all the way through uh with a lot of people knowing that they had no business sitting in FTC if, the, if anybody else wanted to win. Um, if she had gotten there, yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Just the, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think also, you know, they did a good job, you know, after being bl- after being blindsided by Byrd, they were able to, or Bramblefield was able to turn that around with the group and go along with the other side, at least for a couple more votes. Um, even if that does actually actually come back, but they didn't say, you know, oh, don't bother ever talking to me again or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, The way that, you know, some other players have sort of done some things after certain votes or before. Agreed. Um, So rule six is don't be too much of a threat. Um, I think this is another one that, gets Bramble into trouble and a lot of people have been struggling with uh you know I think you know and not as much on a personal level for Bramble but it's in announcing that you're a trio and we are about to have six people left in the game anyone in their right mind isn't going to want to let all three of you go to the next round
0: yeah I mean I have what defines a threat because it seems like you know, sometimes you win one challenge, suddenly you're a threat. Um, if you're too likable, you're a threat. If you're, if you're, um, if you're too strategic, you're a threat. Uh, if, I don't know if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you're a threat. Uh, you know, and, 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 and you know, when you, when you vote out all the threats, um, in my opinion, you end up with a, a meh winner.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And I hate seeing a meh winner, a person who just basically just kind of coasted um, while everybody else, you know, is that a winning strategy? Sure. Does it, you know, does it deserve win? Well, maybe if you're the only person with a viable pulse at FTC. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's, you know, I don't
2: think I don't think that person wins. In, in FTC in final tribal council because how do you justify
1: voting for that person <laughs> well if, i think uh, if there's if, two others who are the same yes uh, i've seen that, that in orgs um, and i think it has, but that, that still hasn't really happened at all here in alliance
0: it, it hasn't happened here but we might be headed that way
1: um but i kind of you know this is where i see that distinction again between bird and waxley where Wax, they're saying, "Oh, I can recognize all these things that I saw last season, and people who I know." But I'm gonna keep a lot of that to myself. Um, whereas Bird is gonna say it, tell anyone who can listen anything they know about everything. Um, and even though, but you know, even though it's not doing him a ton of favors, I think overall in that aspect, that's certainly you know, getting him a bit, you know, letting him hide that knowledge as opposed to making him a threat. Yeah. Um and uh, the last rule is know about knowing how to deal with idols and advantages. Um I, I think I think there was a problem, you know, Bramble was kind of behind on the whole lab thing when everyone else was going. And it's not your fault if you're not up late at night, but I think not sniffing out where that was and being afraid of other people having the advantages and not real and not having anything herself, or she did have Uh, what was the what advantage that Bramble had at one point?
0: Bramble could ask any other player if they had an advantage or an idol.
1: Right. And did that get used?
0: I do not believe so.
1: Right. So I think there could have been an opportunity to say, oh, does Bird have an idol? If Bird doesn't have an idol, maybe someone else does. Yeah, I think that was a part of an issue. Um... I think another problem, uh, you know, Bird has given away a half idol. I think a lot of this cast is, you know, is keeping it to himself and waiting too long and waiting way too long on the goggles. Um, yeah, it's been tough for a lot of them. Jordan, Jordan, of course, telling everyone she has an idol exclusively, so they split votes on her so she can throw herself out of the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, this 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 has not been um, Bird and you know this was a this was just kind of a roll of the dice you know bird used her goggles to basically peeping in on an hour long conversation between uh beans and rambleword they basically all that was discussed was that uh you know beans was going to the store <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's hard to uh to it's hard to do something with an advantage that just isn't straightforward without having as much information as you possibly can. So, uh, I don't know. It's tough. Do you think other than extending your life, you used your idols the best? All
1: right. Are you pointing at me or at Stark? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you, I mean, you No, know, I we think I, I very much, um, you know, I, I thought, a lot, and I've mentioned it on different places, but I thought a lot about how, just relying on an idol to get me two rounds further in the game was not the best use. And I, I could have bought leverage or tried to form bonds with people or lasted longer in the game um, without that. Uh, obviously, we'll never know. But um, yeah, and I think, you know, again, sometimes it's drilled into your head, don't share your advantages. But a lot of times that's definitely the best move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh this so the last thing i think that uh was a rule and then changed to an appendix is uh keeping the end goal in mind uh aka vote off the weak then the strong then the weak and then the strong and i think this is where pretty much the entire cast has not been you know court and maddie we just haven't really seen confessionals maybe they're thinking more than they're letting on bird it seems to be going day by day every single time the trio not really thinking anything beyond we're gonna cruise to the end. Uh, Steph obviously just completely vibing in there. RC <laughs> Jordan players like that have just kind of been thinking you know what's this move and everything's gonna go easily. Uh, I think, this is this is yeah. Go ahead.
0: Well, no, I mean like what 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 honestly created um, this this schism in the season that allowed for people like Court and um, Maddie and even Bird and, and, and Waxy to kind of get to the, uh, the position they're in was the Bird, Jordan, Darcy, um, just four-week meltdown, you know, where everybody was trying to get their way. If, if something different had happened with that little trio, um, we'd be looking at a completely different game than we are right now but they couldn't get their shit together for long enough to not be targeting each other to where you you start looking at more strategic targets. Um, and I don't think any of those, I mean, Darcy and Jordan were certainly not strategic targets. Those were personal vote outs um, that just blew up the game and, and changed like what could be seen as the natural progression. Uh,
1: Stark, I mean, you know, going through this, do you kind of see things in your own game that, you know, Ooh, uh, oh for yeah, to that Absol- you going out? Absolutely. Um, you
2: know how to deal with idols and advantages. I I I already touched on how I think I screwed that up. Um, I think don't be too much of a threat. That was the thing where I kept saying to myself and in confessional, I need to take a back seat. I need to, uh, you know not stand out at this point and then i would go and take the lead yeah (laughs) just because that's my that's my personality and that's how i that's how i do things in my real life but this isn't real life this is alliance um so don't be too much of a threat i failed at that um pretend to be nice play the social game i think i did that really well uh maybe not maybe i probably could have been better um i could have talked more to people i think and this goes into being flexible too is i think i immediately put people in certain buckets and then i kept them in those buckets in my mind and i think if i'd been more flexible i could have way earlier gotten into more alliances or gotten into uh different um social relationships with some of the other players that i didn't like dc like hen like you know that whole crew um
0: well to, to be fair you had somebody working very hard against you to keep that from happening
2: yes correct
0: so you didn't have a lot of control over that no
2: which is
1: hard to admit when you're playing <laughs> yeah hard um, to see. hirsch her, are you um you, you, you obviously you have the big unfinished game in a lot of ways, but do you kind of see yourself in any of these? Um,
0: well, if you believe what a lot of people said, and, you know, like when we listen to the podcast, there was, if I get to the merge, there's a lot of people that want to work with me. Hell, you want to work with me. Um, um, you want to try to, you probably try and restart that thing with, with me and Kat, um, jazz wanted to work with me lurker and Nux thought I was working with them. Um, Forza had even said that he, he was looking to see me back at uh you know, after the merge. Um, so I don't think I had any problems with my social game. Um, I only had to go to one tribal, one other tribal council, um, and I was able to uh, save Jazz um, on that one, who I really would, who I was hoping I could keep in the game. I mean, there, there's some stuff I did wrong, and I mean, I, mean, I think... I could have taken out Lurker um, at my first Tribal Council, but I didn't really see the value in it, so I didn't make an unnecessarily aggressive move there. Um, the, one, the only thing I did wrong was pull up, you know, sit there while a random number generator uh, doomed me. You know, the coin flip sends me sends me packing. And you know, and and as I've said more than you know more than once, I'm I'm perfectly content with uh, the decision I made, and you know, and have no problem with uh, with the results. And, and because of that decision. Um, if I get to the merge, I'm in good shape if I can get out the right people, um, but I might have found myself in a, in a similar situation to Bird where I would have had to make a really tough choice. I would have had to piss off you, or I would have had to piss off Nux or Lurker, um, or any number of other people who, who thought they could work with me, um, knowing at that point that I would never have uh, worked against Cat. Um, and who knows what Karst is doing uh, behind my back uh, after having survived rocks and you know and knowing how close cat and i are so um it's hard for me to look at that list of seven and make any kind of real value-based judgment um on those um based off of my alliance game
1: uh yeah and i mean this is something we've kind of talked about a little bit but yeah i'm always curious what happens you know you have all everyone at the merge thinking you're their best friend and then you piss off four of those people at the first vote you know what? where do you go from there
0: yeah, it would have been a, uh, it would have been interesting <laughs> to be sure.
1: Uh, well, anything else we needed to um, touch on before signing off?
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, I think we're all just uh, ready to see what happens with this next
2: tribal council. Yeah, I'll be watching this one.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Stark. Thank you so much uh, for being here, and I love seeing you around whenever you're able to pop in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'll. am gonna try to, you know, get a little bit better at it. Maybe as uh, as I can get a handle on all the stuff I got going on in my real
1: life.
0: Well, I'm, I'm glad you could make the time today, buddy. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah,
2: that's no problem.
1: Uh, harsh love hearing from you as always. Uh, I'll see you around at Travel Council. Indeed, you will. And thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We'll uh, see how many more episodes we get to, but uh, we'll be hitting the end game so it should be exciting and be right there for as much as we can uh we'll be back soon yep thanks guys